Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Today's episode of Coffee and Shell is sponsored by Gamersloan. If you are looking to have the best place for wager matches in essentially any video game, Gamersloan is the place to do it. They are the sponsor of our podcast. I also need to note that there was an audio issue with me personally in the video version of this podcast. So if you are watching it, for whatever reason, I'm ahead. It looks like I'm in you know, some crazy English dub video. Uh, I apologize. Castle and Padre are fine, but please ignore that. I know it was an issue, and I'm sorry. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hey, guys. Welcome in to episode 55 of Coffee and Shell, the podcast. I'm your host, Sleeves, joined by my two co-hosts, Padre and Keso. Today, we are going to break down the latest event in Hockey Ultimate Team, as well as a bunch of other stuff that has happened in the world of Shell. Uh, over the last week, but we'll start. I mean, that was a that was, <laughs> that was terrible. That was fun. clever. That was that was more clever than I. Wow, that was awful. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. even take you serious. <laughs> yeah, well done, well done by me. Uh, Padre, how many trees you got up in your house right now? Uh, we have four. And that's just. And yeah, it's not bad. my it's not my call. So <laughs> it's one of those I, things I where got- it's like I. I just get them out of the basement and bring them up, and then she sets them up. So, but part of it, we haven't really bought any of our trees. Like my mom, she's really into Christmas, so she she gave us like this one because she didn't want it. Like, and like we're, my, my wife's like, okay, I'll take it, and then she puts it like in the window, and I'm like, well, whatever. Like, so it's like it's it's really not that bad, honestly, putting it together because they make them so well now. Like you don't have to put lights on them anymore; yeah, they're built yeah. in. All you do is just pop them in, pop them in, and you're done. The uh, Kessel, are you a immediately it flips over from Halloween to November 1st, you're like Christmas spirit, or are you like we really like? I mean, we like my wife likes Thanksgiving, I think. Like, it's we we wait a couple of weeks before that, so I'm assuming we'll do the trees like soon. I, I think November 1st with the trees is absolutely insane, dude. We were in the car the other day. Um, we have uh, was it Sirius XM radio? Does anybody have that? um not anymore but yeah oh dude it's great it's great (laughs) and and, uh like in the car my wife has our like preset stations and like the last page is like empty a little bit and there was like three blank spots and then she's like did you see what happened and so we went to that last page and like the holly jolly channel was like pre-populated i'm like oh god oh god dude they started with it dude how old are we by the way i'm complaining about christmas songs in like november like this is the ultimate old guy complaining thing so like this is what i was i brought up so i went and got my hair cut today my barber's very like i don't even like like december 23rd i'll put my tree up and i'm like well dude that's just not the spirit and then i got to like thinking the day like the day is like okay you know you get like you know you get your you with your family and you open all your presents so like dopamine's high usually like it's it's tough a lot of people out there don't have a great christmas so you know that's it's unfortunate with, with that struggle but you know for the most part i mean if, you know it's usually it's it's hard to have a bad time i guess would be a bad it's, a, it's an easy easy uh holiday to have a good time um i think i'm more about like the lead up like i enjoy like the the cozy 
you know, trees up, you know, fireplaces on in like early December, like the night I go take the I go take the dog for a walk. It's brisk, but there's snow on. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah it's Maybe. nice. We have the we had the fireplace yeah. going tonight, so it's gonna be like hot as yeah. hell whenever I walk out there. Oh, and dude, summer like we turned it on for the first time because it got really cold. I'm um, really cold, actually. Yeah, it's probably colder where I am than you guys are. What's the temperature? Right now, oh, like three. Oh, um. Yeah, we have to oh, do this man. calculation. I don't I'm even. Not doing, I'm, not doing, I'm not doing this math. It is. It's not zero yet. Very. Close. Okay, so I think it's colder here. The same temperature. It will. So, like in Niagara, um, this is like eight days ago. We had a day that hit twenty-four, which is like, I think it's eighty. And it, this is like normal. Yeah. This is like, like, and it'll be like one random day in the at very end of October, early November, and it'll be like shorts and then it, when it is cold though when it like in canada when it gets cold there's like a week where it just does not stop snowing you can't go outside without just full mittens and like <laughs> like you know your heavy duty boots can't handle it i wore shorts last week and now yeah. and now last night it snowed here <laughs> yeah like it's not we haven't seen snow yet i uh, I haven't, I haven't Ours was like a wet sleep. snow, so it was like my daughter. That's was what all, we got today. Yeah. She was all excited and wanted to go sledding, and by the time she was done eating breakfast, yeah. it melted. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm excited for. Uh, so when we had summer, she was like five months old when last year when it, and like when it snows, there'll be it, there'll be no snow all of November. Then like one weekend, we'll get like three feet in like the span of like 48 hours. <clears throat> and uh so i uh, you know the, i remember this one i have this one video where i'm like throwing her into the snowbank and stuff and she and now that she's like a full-grown dog and she can like wrestle back and like you know <laughs> i'm excited to just toss her in the snowbank when we get it when we get a huge uh we get a huge snowfall but that's enough about the weather and the holidays <laughs> all right uh we got biggies to talk about we got a new event and we got a new uh weekend full of uh, hilarious bugs and we got a new patch. There's a lot to talk about. So let's start with the milestone event that was released in Hockey Ultimate Team. Uh, first of all, this isn't 16-bit. It kind of made sense. You yeah. Know? Milestones, it's hard to mess up milestones. However, they did choose some very obscure ones. Like, if you look at, so Zabinijad was one of them. Uh, it's like six points in a game. That's uh, one period. Yeah, which is nuts, yeah. but it's like a very shoehorned, like, hey, we need a New York Ranger MSP. Let's make it a Benajad. Quick, find me a milestone. Dude, they would have, if they had the search harder, be like, yeah, he had 12 hits in the third period of a, like, if they yeah, really yeah, had the big, yeah. yeah. We're getting like a cow clutterbuck next week, and it's going to be like 15 hits in, in December of, you know, yep. 2014. So uh, let me ask you this. I said this in a video, and maybe I've got, uh, maybe, maybe I'm uh, overly, being overly critical here. Have we just not gotten a ton of OEL the past few years? Yes. I complained about that. I'm, I'm right that? I'm right on that? I complained about that, and one of our nice friends from EA actually replied to me about it and uh, told me, we have to make some meta cards. And he goes, and there's just not many meta guys to make. I guess, I guess defensemen, right? So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, like listen, I'm in the, I don't know. It's, it's hot, right? It's kind of goofy. Like, the overalls always don't translate to what the real player is anyways. I'm in the camp of having some like fun guys, like a Mar, like for your sake, Mario Ferraro. Can we give him an 89 MSP? Pick like whoa, no. So, the so the only reason I disagree danger. is because we've yeah. had this last year before you joined the podcast here, Padre. The Eric Brandstrom. We, the, me and Sleeves are on <laughs> on video on tape saying, "What's up with these random MSPs? Like, where are the good players?" But so Brandstrom if we get was them an under now, 22 though, and he had a high ceiling. 
let me let me ask you. Okay, here's the baseline of what me and Kesso came up with. Okay. Or who should be a master's head selection? This is a good this is a good topic to talk about. And, and if you're listening to this video on YouTube, in the comments, let me know if we're way off, if you like it, whatever. Because it's all it's all personal preference. Right. So my view, especially when the MSP or X factors were released last year, my view on what an MS or an MSP should be is a non X factor because they already have you know for the most part. At some point, you should recognize them, but especially early on in the year. Yeah. A non X factor, very high end player. Okay. So um, if we're doing Arizona, right? Like they 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 gave OEL the Arizona version because they need to give Arizona like MSPs, right? Um. It'd be like oh, Keller. awful this year. Yes, Keller's the only option. So Clayton Keller. But he's not meta. Perfect. That's the problem. Yeah, but I don't think that they're gonna. I think that every once in a while they they want to make sure that there's cards. They did Chikrin last year. Remember? Yes. Um, yeah. I have no problem here, here, here. I agree. I'm I'm on board with you. I'm I'm just saying. But they've set the precedent already that you know MSPs can be almost anybody. We had Zach Cassian last year or the year before. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. That's why I'm under the impression that they don't care about, per se, who it exactly is. That's why I said that. But I agree with you, Sleazy. I 100% think it should be good players or star players. Because, I do. you know, you got to sell packs, too. <laughs> I do think, I do think, yeah, because, like, the danger you run in is if you make it, like, because the first thing is going to be, like, who cares with a meta? Um, which, for the most part, it's like, yeah, that shouldn't be the focus on all of it. But it is nice that they do have a card or two of of like the release that that does fit like what the division one and division two guys are looking for because that gets you excited for the chase like if if you release lame cards which they've done before um you know it's like it's like why am i excited about that you know what i mean like it's like <laughs> that that kind of stuff you know what i mean so um but yeah like, like i'm trying to think of what would be an example of like the zabinajad was he's a great card and he's a great like, player i like him a lot and a, and a very good player uh hillary knight is a is a fine selection i mean if they're if they're highlighting a female player man just don't highlight marie philippe poulant because her card is unstoppable um I, I i it is like the card i struggle with the most for some random reason patrick wah goalie msps are so bad they're just lame like they just, it, it's it sucks because you have to recognize them you know what i mean like it, it'd be poor if they don't um, but man, yeah, so I, I had, I did not make him yet. I was going to make him on the God squad maybe cause it's like the only position I don't have like a top tier card. Um, and, uh, I got just flooded with like, this thing is awful and that sucks. So it's, that's not very fun. Mm -hmm. Week two, um, week two, interested to see We're definitely getting right shot defensemen and left-handed wingers, um, which is huge. Cause I think the outside of Latang, unless you have the team builders, or like the extremely expensive X factors like Makar, there isn't really any great right-handed defenseman on my no money spent team. That's what I'm like running into. Like, there's not that like, you know, if you don't go Latang and you went Byram and McCann, which I think is probably the play, um, there hasn't been a really really good right-handed defenseman yet. So I'm excited to see who that is. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's gonna be Brent Burns. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be. It's he's gonna be having Brent a great Burns, year. I hope it is him. Yeah, it's gonna be Brent Burns, but. Yeah, uh, they, they also released uh, so a new type of card that we hadn't seen yet, which is awesome. It is, it is a card that upgrades once they hit a certain uh, milestone for this event. It gets Master Set card art. So I don't know if they messed around with um, with the dates and when they were going to have this event come out, but um, or if they just wanted to use it as an example. Um, Chris, uh, Chris Kessel. Phil Kessel uh, got a... They, they released him, Ben, and Edler 
And when they hit a certain peak of games played, when they hit the games played milestone, when when Phil Kessel hit the 990 and consecutively, he his card went from 83 bumped up to an 89 master set player. Love that. Like, I really think that's a cool new thing. So Ben and Edler, when they get to 89, they're at 83 right now, uh, when they play their 1,000th games in the NHL, they'll get master set card art. Now, at the time when that happens, they're not going to be as like as sought after. I think the earliest for Edler is December 21st or 18th, which is not bad for having 89. Uh, but um, Ben, if he doesn't miss any games, I think isn't Feb until February like 3rd. And that's an 89. You're not going to be like that jazzed about it, but they're rare. Like Phil Kessel's going for like 500 K right which now. Which makes no sense. Uh, uh, it's exclusivity. Like it's flex. Yeah. Like that. So, and I think that, that there needs to be some of those cards like Lemieux and Gretzky. That's what they are. They're not worth 1.5 million. No. Like no card is worth 1.5 million except for maybe Connor's X factor because eventually you can turn that into team of the year. His team of the year card. But like at some point. Can we talk about exceptional how slow the Kessel is? Compared to what we thought he would be, ninety. So with 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 workhorse, he's ninety excel, eighty eight speed. I thought that would be like the type of card. Considering like we have like base cards that are there, like Taylor Hall, just because of like Kessel in years past has always been like a. I mean, you look at Phil Kessel's body, and I don't know how that guy hums around the ice the way he does, but he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about him. <laughs> I, I think um, I don't know if it's the same because they've been messing around with me and me and um, Kessel came up with like that build thing in the summertime when we, we just had way too much time on our hands. Right. And I've actually got to give them props because they've released like some prime times and team of the weeks where they went in and they manually adjusted some of their like um, their stats. And I have to say, I cool think that's because of our I don't want to say I, pressure I think, the past couple of years, but we've been pretty vocal yeah. about that. Yeah, like at least they're they're they haven't acknowledged that to us personally, but like it yeah. just seems like that's you know like because that that was that was random that they started doing that. Um, but I don't know if like some of their master sets they just have to blanket go up, right? Yeah. So Phil Kessel's card now he's not the same as he was, you know, on Vegas. He's not the same as he was in Boston or, or Boston, uh, Toronto, right? So that's true. I'm thinking that's why his card isn't as impressive. But yeah, he is. He's going for 500k right now because he's just so rare. And I, 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 I think that having a very limited amount of those kinds of cards is kind of fun for the game because it gives you, like I said, you get scored on by that. That's a card where you're like, yeah, you're going to watch that replay. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to see that thing pop up. And I don't think there's, there's many of those, uh, in the game. So, um, I hope to see uh, more like that. So I don't know what the next events could be, um, you know, but uh, like if they do a rookie event, if let's say Matt, they we got to talk about this. We'll talk about this a little bit more in the alumni, but it, it, there's some issues with headshots. We've seen this in the past where um, this isn't on EA, but if the team doesn't send in headshots to the player, they can't add them into the game really. Uh, but I believe back in NHL 21, when Nicholas was the uh, content dev, now it's EA Hawk and 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 Mia Moose, they uh, he came up with a way around that because Kaprizov, you couldn't they couldn't get him in the game because during the COVID year, he came over, but they didn't obviously take all the 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 season started late, they didn't get the headshots like the team pictures, all of that. And what he ended up doing was is they made a master set card art of like you know it was an illustration, like it was like a photoshopped whatever like is it was actually done by designer and that's a way of getting around not having the headshot so i don't know if maddie Beneers doesn't have one and i don't know about power but i'd be willing to bet there's a rookie event and if you know later on in the year that maybe has them oh baby uh, it, <laughs> yeah it'd be really cool to see if like there was rookie guys that let's yes. say they hit 20 points 20 or 30 yeah. points like uh, uh you know something like that and then they shoot up 
like that Michelli guy. We talked about him on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. That Arizona guy who's got who's leading the Calder or leading leading the rookies in points. I think that'd be really cool. Maybe Mason McTavish has like you know he hits if he hits thirty five points or forty points, he jumps up to like a ninety three or whenever it is later on in the year. I think that would be. I just want them to keep doing that. Like what they did with Edler, Ben, and Kessel, phenomenal job. You have to give them credit when they try new stuff and it works. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't, and we flame them for it when they do uh, positive things. You, you got to give them some credit. And uh, for the most part, I think the content team has been uh, pretty, pretty good. The more they Let's, tie in real hockey, the better, I think. That obviously That's why the Evo Ben's been my favorite. It, it's I, I, The Edler, like, will I use them? Maybe. I don't know. The Ben, probably not, like you said. But not, it, it's, no. it's like, cool. It's cool something for, you know, a guy that pulls it untradeable. And then he gets to watch... Maybe he'll go watch, you know, or sit there and hold, have his fingers crossed every night, make sure they play their yeah, games. Yeah. I mean, I'm already, I, I, I said during the Evo event, like, they're, the choices this year, they're very obscure, more than they were in the past. And there wasn't really, like, a home run like Duchesne. But, dude, I, I said Suits was the, the best one because it, it, it epitomizes the event and what it's supposed to be. I was sitting there watching the other night watching a, the third period of the Ottawa game, and he scored an empty netter. And I was like, let's go. There it is. That's an 82. And, you know, like that's the whole point of that event. Dobson, by the way. Yeah. He, yeah. I, I was talking, an Islander fan came into my chat, and I was like, what, he was like, what do you think of Dobson? I was like, I don't like defenseman um, Evo is because what we saw last year, like Morgan Riley or Pionk was a master set. He scored during the event and everyone rushed out and he didn't score again for like three months. And that's just what happens with some of the defensemen, right? Like they can go forever, especially when they pick the ones like Fowler, who usually only scores about five goals a season. He just might not score. Um, but I guess, so the Dobson one, I don't watch a lot of Islander games. And um, I guess like he has the only one with like a really good shot from the back end and he's taking all of them right now. Yeah. So, he's going for like a milli and that's the most like that's the high point yeah uh, but if he falls to like 800k like if he goes two weeks without a goal you know if he he's six foot four and has 87 speed every goal for a defenseman they go up by plus two overall but their speed goes up by one it's guaranteed to go up by one so if he scores two more goals he's got 90 speed and he's six foot four like that's a that's an angle. I, I almost pulled the so. trigger on two of his because he was listed like 650 the other day yeah and i saw that he was on the top power play because i was looking at all of them and like cam fowler um, he he's not going to hit this year with Klingberg on the top unit on on the power play because it was like I don't think Fowler had like nine goals last year. Six of them were on the power play, and that's just not going to happen. A ton, but yeah, the the, the problem with Anaheim is there's no one like the because like they lost they lost Drysdale. Yeah, like they're just their decor is like I think Klingberg. There's no way Klingberg finishes the year there. No, we talked about me and Padre talked about. He'll get traded. Yeah. By the way, real quick, Noah traded. Dobson looks like a baby face Kessel. I'm not. I'm looking at his picture right now. He does a little bit, and he looks like you, Kessel. I'm not gonna lie, just without I'd any facial hair. Picture, and uh, real quick too, Dylan Strom. That might be. I think that's a good one too. I think Kessel. Uh, one of our buddies, Nathan. Uh, give him a shout out. He was. Uh, he was kind of talking about how you were looking at all the different guys and he said Strom and I mean I just look at like meta guys obviously and just mm -hmm. the situation that is in Washington Second right now player. with yeah. no backstrom and you know you play with Ovechkin you just never know I mean so I don't know but that was another one I liked. No, that's good I will continue saying this but it sounds like I don't know if I influenced the market on this or there's just not a lot because of the event was like the, the, he's been out of pack for so long Pavel Mitnikov is like a slam dunk you can't even find uh, him yeah, like you won't. I don't think you'll find him anymore because he's already popped off. Like I think he's in the 80s now. 
Um, he leads the OHL in goals, and he will continue for defensemen. And uh, again, I've I've seen them play. I've seen them play live, which is kind of cool. But it's just the way the OHL is. Like major junior, if a defenseman is drafted and good, especially offensive, like they all the kids do is feed him. You know, so like he's gonna take every shot possible. Um, so I, he's a he's a pretty easy slam dunk that I think, and he, he'll be good. So um, before we get into what happened on the weekend with all with all the bugs and whatnot? Let's give a shout out to a sponsor for today's podcast, Gamer Saloon. If you guys are looking to go head to head and look for some insane competition, win yourself some money in wager matches, Gamer Saloon is the place to do it. If you are looking for NHL money games, definitely go and take a look at Gamer Saloon. The link is down below, uh, and and you can sign up. They, they do run a lot of power hours where they'll match what you pay and, and everything yeah. like that. So you get like again, a free, or like a free ten dollar match they did a couple yeah. weeks ago, which is awesome. Exactly. So I know they're trying to get into some creative stuff with NHL, so make sure to pay attention, but check out Gamer Saloon. Again, link is down below. All right, so let's get into what happened on the weekend, which is a little controversial because I don't know if I messed up and I don't know how I should handle it. You didn't. Hang on, hang on. No, no, no. Because yeah. I personally, okay. I, I, had a, I, I debated myself before I made the video. So what happened, for anyone that doesn't know, um, essentially... It was made aware, I think, on Facebook. Those Facebook groups, bro. Dude, they're like, they, those people got to be like 43 years old. <laughs> 100%. And they're just someone. And then and then I believe it was Games and Roses. He's on, uh, he's on, he was on TikTok. He made TikTok about it. And then a bunch of people in my community sent me, sent, sent me the DM of the, of the TikTok. And it was someone had stumbled upon an old gen, because the menus are so slow, that they accidentally could switch your defenseman and put him on forward. This is, it wasn't a glitch. It was legitimately like if you, if you hit substitute on a forward and then hit R one, because the menu was a little bit slower to lag behind, it would allow you to choose your defenseman from the pool of players to switch with. So you could have, if you went and replaced your right winger, you could put Kale McCarr on the right wing. And then you go to defense and you do the same thing and you go back a page and you can put forwards on defense like it was. And people forget this is legitimately how the game was from NHL 14 all the way up to 20. Like that was what the game was. It was, you could put anyone you wanted on anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole other debate because I remember, can I say yeah, okay, I can say this. I remember when my very first trip out to EA, uh, my only trip to Vancouver, when before before COVID and before when they actually did the trips, it was my first time as a game changer getting invited out there to test the game. And uh, it, I remember sitting in a meeting, and they brought up not allowing to play forwards on defense. And I was like, because um, I, I made a meme basically the whole year prior that I used Bernie Jeffrey on the back end, who's like five foot nine, very good forward in his career, one of the best. But he had 99 slap shot accuracy and, and, and power. And this is like in November. Like, it was absurd. And I remember just blasting one-timers. Like, he was awful defensively. Yeah. You could just... The problem with def defenders is they have to hammer something, whether it's skating, shot, or or size. They rarely have all three. And that's still the case. And because they have to, the way they're statted, it's just they can't keep up. Before. Forwards can have all three of those, but then they relax in like some maybe body checking or defensive ability, something like that. And for, defensemen always seem to get the kind of the, 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 the shaft there. And uh, so putting forwards on the back end was always advantageous. And so this, this, got a, this, this got made out, this got found. And then I made a video on it uh, being like, hey, guys, this is how you do it. Um, I'm at a point now where there were so many bugs this year and I just don't think, I don't think this is a dev thing. 
I want maybe this is a whole other discussion we'll get into because there's a lot there's a lot of things to unpack here as uh one, me and Kessler are game changers. Two, we're old. Like we've been playing this game for a long time, but we also have a little bit maybe a different view of like life and like work life balance and you know, like it, much different than maybe someone uh, if you're if you're younger and you're in school and you've already had like a job where you gotta work, yeah. you know, sixty hours in a work week, maybe you don't know yet. So there's a lot of things I want to talk about here. So I made it known and made a video like this is how you guys do it because I personally when stuff like this happens I remember early on in my YouTube career showing glitches and things like this very very bad because you get a lot of hate and things like that and and it's like you're showing everyone how to do all these glitches I a didn't think that this was a big glitch hey I'll, I'll get into what ended up being a, bad about this but putting your forwards on defense and defensive forwards I didn't like that this small Facebook group had the advantage of, if they wanted to, put Mikhail Makar on forward because he's a much better forward than he is defender. I think we can all agree on that. Elite edges, 94 speed and acceleration, mm. good shot. Like, Kale Makar is a phenomenal forward. Uh, I didn't. I don't like when a, a small section of the community can do that to the casual guy that doesn't, you know, have the same amount of access in 40 hours a week in the game. I think that everyone should be on the same playing field when it comes to stuff like that. But then you were able to do it with goaltenders. And that just made a mockery of the whole thing because you put goaltenders in. They had zero speed, but they couldn't be hit. And it didn't really give anyone an advantage. The people are like, I can't hit anyone. Everyone's just, you know, like, if you can't, I, I replied to a Reddit thread about this. I'm like, if you can't po-check a zero speed player and knock the puck free, I got to make a video. I, I got to show you something. Like, I don't know what to tell you guys if, if that was the case. But it was a disaster. They had, like, no skates. It was a it made the game really bad. And that wasn't my attention. Cause in the video, I don't, I don't think I, I don't show you how to do that, but the four it ended up being like hilarious. I thought personally it was hilarious to see that. Yeah. The issue was like the devs, the devs, like they fixed it within like 12 hours. It was immediate on, almost. Cause on I didn't even, Padre, I don't know what you were doing this weekend. I didn't even, I wasn't on the game whenever this was like in the game. Yeah, I, saw I miss it, everything. I saw it on some people's streams. That's why I thought Sleazy was going to beat himself up at the beginning. Like, oh, I shouldn't have said it. Like, dude, there were so many people that were showing it and doing it on stream, and I won't name names. Yeah. Not that it, like, matters. I just mean, like, it was everyone was kind of doing it. I was actually laughing, and normally I know I'm negative Nancy, and I'm like, this is so dumb. But, like, I, it was just funny seeing, like, Jordan Bennington. I thought it was hilarious. Jordan, Jordan Bennington with no bucket and white skates <laughs> yeah. and white gloves. And, he, had no, he had no, dude, there was an Ottinger that had no skates. Yeah, and they skated around, like, when, like, like, like little, like, old ladies or something. Like, yeah. they were all bent over, and <laughs> it was so funny. I thought funny. it was hilarious. But I got to give him credit. Holiday weekend. Devs have been working since the start of this game, and this is a whole other thing. The devs actually make the game. They, you know, not the executives. Like the devs that have been working on the game have been working nonstop to fix basically what was broken since it. And they came in on a holiday weekend and fixed it immediately. And that's their job, right? But like it was just like I was I was impressed by that. Again, people don't see the ins and outs of uh, and they and they kind of think that these devs are robots and they don't deserve a normal life. Yeah, and, they, and there's like they're not real people behind like uh, yeah. yeah. And and it's like you pay for you pay full price for a video game and you expect a full price worth of a video game, which is what I totally agree with the consumer because this game is not worth full price, and that is where my issue is with not with the, the developers. Like I I think I I wish 
someone maybe leaves a sports game, a yearly sports game, and can just give people the actual layout of what happens in a year when you have to release a full triple a game in the span of a year and i think the the openness about it would be would make people be like wow you know what i mean but the problem with that is if they do that like people they can't charge full price because then once you know like that you know like you know it's just tough like you're in in a very bad spot and the people that write the checks i think are just like you know uh, I don't know because, like I said, I don't think this game was, was should have been charged for full price. I don't. I don't think people should have been charged full price. It was. It was a game that they had to release in October because they have to. They have to meet a deadline. They had to release in October, and it should have been done in January. That's huh. like my honest stance on it. I just think that's how it is. And they've been trying to play catch up, which concerns me about twenty four now. You know, because every time that there's a bug and stuff like that, they got to take people off of what they're doing in the next game and go back and work on the on the on the old game and. uh you know, it's tough. I hope to see, uh, you know, less bugs. And uh, but yeah, I, I like I said, brutal that that was in the game. But props that they fixed it within twelve hours on a holiday weekend. That's uh, that's nuts to me. Like I was actually stunned that when I when I went in and it was like done. I think it was done by like three p.m. the next day. So mm-hmm. um, good for them there. Uh, let's move on to patch one point oh three. So now there's a new patch that's going to be added into the game, and hopefully it all goes swimmingly. So patch 1.03 is crossplay. So we are finally getting the uh, the biggest back of the box feature for NHL 23. You know the 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 big selling point of it, and this should be one of the best features ever added into NHL. I know it's not full crossplay, but it will go down eventually as like one of the biggest. So 1.03 comes. We got the content schedule. You guys saw it. Dude, there were more phases than like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There was like yeah. eight phases listed. Yeah, phase zero is like no modes. They could have just went to one. So for anyone that hasn't seen it, uh, basically what will happen, today they released the the um, update and um, it took about two hours, I think. I got stuck. I couldn't play. So it was a little bit longer on PS5. But yeah, So so um, whenever they released it, you couldn't play, right? Couldn't, no. Dude, you would, think, you would think the world ended. You would really oh. think. Dude, I, and so, so I'm sorry, but this is back on what we just talked about. The game was only down for two hours. I was at work today, so like I, I another thing, like I, I just missed it. But you, like going on Reddit or going on Twitter, you would think that the worst thing in the world happened. Really, it was just down for a couple hours, and that's it. It's, this is like this is the thing. So with a live, I think this is a good, better conversation, better topic conversation. Um, we are not defending ea's product no 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 no. we shouldn't even have to no but at this point sleeves we shouldn't have to preface it by saying that true because like i'm all mr anti uh ea exec like clearly i think i've been on a i've been on my own pack strike this year um i tell people not to spend money on this game i tell people it's not a full price game um but at some point it's just complaining to complain because you're angry i think this is kind of again for all sports games yeah um I think it's a live service game, but you only pay once and you expect from start to finish, the live series is always working at optimal what you what at the optimal ability it can. And I think some people, not like the the gaming industry in whole as a whole, I think that is kind of an issue because a live service game requires developers that are constantly updating it, like the content team. Uh, developers go back and fix 
old things that have been found out that be broken. You know, and again with a yearly ba- a yearly uh, release, that means there's so little time to QA test. Mm-hmm. That's like the big issue. Like we get the game. I mean, we're the free months. QA testers, basically. Exactly. That's what the game changers are. I hate. Like, we're not even game changers. We're I, not. I we're them. not. We're glorified. That was a terrible testers. name. A terrible name picked eight years ago because we do not change the game. We are we are glorified play testers at this point. Um that are not paid right we get access to the developers to explain what the issues are that we are finding that is really it and but i think that what people are now you know know, they expect anytime that there's an interruption to live service it's like you know it's it's this awful thing that um you know that they demand perfection on on something that is constantly going right this isn't like they're playing a story mode game and once they've beaten the story mode, they've gotten their money's worth. Like if you bought Ragnarok, if you bought God of War Ragnarok, you played it start to finish, that's it. You mm-hmm. aren't playing it anymore. With a live service game, you're getting way more hours out of than than what you are for an offline game, right? So just, uh, you know, food for thought. Because I play this game for a living, and I had to sit on stream for a day, and I, for an hour and a half, and I just sat there. And was it frustrating? Yes. But I, if you have hatred, that much hatred... You got you got to channel it, fellas. Go to the gym, you know. Rub one out. Do something. Yeah, exactly. Do something. Hey, well, you guys, you better get ready because there's four more times they're gonna do it. (laughs) Yeah. So because yeah because this so the new patch we'll start with the new content the new the new schedule for this patch it comes out um, and I believe Hut Rush and One's Eliminator One's Eliminator might actually be a mode you can play now because there's crossplay on it. that's the first two, and then four days later, it's like EASHL drop-ins and six v six, and then it's three v threes, and then hut champs, and then at the end on November twenty eighth, it's the big one. That's when rivals goes, and um, so you, you know, I think that that's intelligent because I think if they just try to flip the switch and put on everything, huge percentage chance for everything to break mm-hmm. because it worked pretty well in that weird tech test that no one knew about that randomly popped up right before the game launched. And yeah. Like, oh, bang. It worked. Like, I was stunned by that. It, it worked. We played Rivals in the beta, right? Yeah, we did, not it was, like, great. I don't remember any connection. I, I have more connection issues on, like, PS5 against other PS5 users right now than, mm-hmm. than what that was. Is there was. a chance that this is shattered? Huge. Like, it is. I would say at least 30% chance. At least 30%. But the thing I've said since the start is that no matter what, this will work because... If this breaks at any point, this is a all hands on deck immediately. Everything gets pulled back. You know, yeah. it's not like you know we'll fix the issue on another patch. This is like this has to work. So I'm excited for that. Now, Hut Champ starts. Padre, you are someone that as a shot at you know t- your top 100 Hut Champ player every single week. With what Hut for for anyone that doesn't know, Hut Champ's matchmaking has been broken since the launch of the game because this also came in patch 1.03. It was the other big thing. Hut Champ's matchmaking is now fixed. You are now going to match up with players that you should have matched up with based on your skill or based on how you're performing. So if you are 13 and 0, no longer are you going to get the guys that are two and nine. You are going to get guys that are closer to 13 and 0. Are you for this? Against it? What are you? Are you? Are you? Are you amped? What? Yeah, I mean, it, it's the most competitive game mode, so it should be the most competitive game mode. I don't. I know what Kess is going to say about the matchmaking, which I tend to agree with. When it's hard to find matches, hopefully crossplay fixes that search time. That's what I said. And and if it does, then like 
then everything's fine because it should be the most competitive game. I saw so many people replying to my tweet because I keep reposting the uh, LeBron James gift. It's about damn time. Like, you know what I mean? Just kidding around. And, um, but people replying to me, this, dude, this defeatist mentality of just, why do I have to play people that are good? Oh my gosh. It was so much fun playing bad. And it's like, what is going on? Like, if that's your mindset, then don't play hot champs. Go play rivals. And I know rivals, if you're in Div 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 and Rivals, you'll play Div 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 and Rivals. So, or go play Hut Rush. Go play Versus. I mean, there's so many different... I'm not saying there's a million modes, but there's so many different avenues you can go play still and not have to play Kesso and Gren and whoever. I mean, I, I just... I don't understand this whole thing of people complaining about it. It's... You know, listen. If they kept it the way it was and it, there was win-based rewards, I would probably be fine with that too. Because then... I, for example, like I disconnected this past weekend. I was eight and zero or seven and zero. Immediately, I'm done. You know, fifteen wins. That's it. It's over. So you know, it, but if I didn't have that, we had win base. I could get nineteen wins and I could get good rewards. But to put it in context, like for anyone that doesn't realize this, that Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions. Same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Maybe new to Hut Champs, but not. There was the full top 100 leaderboard on PS5 has been 20-0 for the last three weeks. Maybe five people on the entire console go 20-0. So when it works. So that, that's for people that don't really understand, that's the issue um, that, that's been happening. Yes. Right? Keso, what were you saying? Uh, no, I, so I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying the matchmaking. Um, it goes against everything I've stood for the past like 15 years. And the only reason is because I, I search for a game and I get one instantly, right? Like, I, I, I stream for six to eight hours a week max. Um, fits my are schedule you, perfectly. Am I what? Hey, are, are you happy that you could get your games done? That's what I'm happy. I'm I think I'm happy I can get my games is done. Is that a good thing? So Listen to what you just said. It's a video game and you're happy that your games are done. Is that a no, no, no. So entirely? No, 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 not at all, because I'm enjoying myself. They're like low-stress games. Dude, I, I think I just became a different person from who I was, right? Uh, they're low-stress games. I can interact with my chat the whole time, like on Twitch. It's enjoyable. Um, but even understanding that and saying that, it, it's, the, it's the quintessential competitive mode in Hockey Ultimate Team. It should be skill-based matchmaking. Hopefully with cross-platform or cross-play, you know, whatever, uh, it fixes those search time issues. Um, I, 
Dude, it's I, I still don't have what hope. My fear is I don't have for hope. Hot champs, what specifically for hot champs? There is a. I, this isn't just for NHL. This is any video game. This is human psychology. People, we are basically bred to find the path of least resistance. Yeah, I mean that's just like normal life. So I, I don't, I don't flame just the NHL community, but this is like everything in a video game. What I have a feeling is going to happen if there is a way for on Xbox at least, because I know on MLB, me and Padre talked about this, to turn off crossplay. Yeah, I was wondering anyone that. that is a hut, anyone that is a hut champ, like has the potential to go top one hundred, they're going to turn that off. So I think it'd be more likely to happen on Xbox and PlayStation because I think mm -hmm. PlayStation has uh, more top end, but less. No, I think I think think PlayStation has more top end talent. Xbox has a ton more depth. I think think it's the opposite. Do like, dude, I mean, there's regs and grin on PlayStation. You know, you're you're thinking you're thinking could win GW. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking for me, selfishly, 20 and 0. Like good hot heroes that could take a game off of you guys. There is many more on PlayStation than Xbox, I would think. But uh, what I, I what I think is, I think that if you take the guys that will make that have a shot at GWC, there's roughly the same amount on each console. Like if we're talking like ten to twenty people, yeah, on each console. But I think that the guys that have a shot to take a game off those guys, there's like a hundred and fifty on PlayStation, whereas maybe there's fifty on Xbox. Yeah. I yeah. agree. So with that. You also have to you also have to understand that Euros are not on Xbox. Correct. So that yeah, I was positive. I think was going to say that. What you have to factor in the leaderboard on PlayStation Five is way harder for North Americans because you have Euros that are very good. Like the 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 major European player base is on PlayStation. It is not on Xbox. It's a barren wasteland on Xbox. So the Xbox guys that are going top one hundred on Hut Champs, they just have to play North Americans yeah. against like um, yeah, not that, that's all they're rated against. I mean, I I think it should have been separated too, like years ago. Like we're love, we're getting we into this, this yeah. Padre. We've talked about this for four years now since we started playing Hut again in like NHL nineteen. Yeah, EU's in in North America shouldn't be on the same one. Be- it's not like you're going into the player base, so it's like if you separate them, it's not like, you know, oh, now our player pool's even smaller, right? Yeah. It's like, dude, you're never matching them. So, like, what's... The- it impacts, I guess it impacts the economy if you're getting out, if you're giving out double top... Well, you, hey, hey, you know how you yeah. fix it? You put in win-based rewards. I mean, it's yeah. pretty simple. That's the I, only way to fix it. I think win-based rewards is a must for hot champs in the future. I, I would love it. It would fix a lot of issues. You wouldn't have guys missing top 20. Like, I missed top 20 or two years ago on PlayStation. I go to bed, and I was 14, 13. I was 19 and 1, and I go to bed, and the West Coast kids would win trade each other, and all of a sudden, I'm 21 by the time I wake up just because of yeah. them, you know, messing around. And, uh, yeah, I, I was going back to your guys' comment about the depth. I Since I played both multiple years, I think Xbox has more depth because of the yeah. fact that there's – LG sixes on Xbox and all those kids out there you six V six guys that complain about one V one all the time. I don't even want to hear it. You have better hut teams than me. You've played more than me and they all complain about it. It's the weirdest concept. It's like, I don't complain about sixes and then go play it all day long. So I, it's just, it always, it always cracks. Well, they need something to play whenever LG. Well, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's just always funny because I mean, people forget that LG community and kudos to Tris and Brody. Um, it's huge. You know, and and the main console that people that's the backbone of the NHL community right there. It really is. People it'd be cool to see holds up a lot of people that people don't understand. It'd be cool to see if EA ever like had something in game kind of partnership with them down the line, like in two thousand twenty 
47 or something because they are very <laughs> they are like they they are very um like if, if lg needs something like their api trap for anyone that doesn't know what league gaming is well you will shortly because uh tris is the one that is helping me build my site um which is like very slowly coming along and it looks like december it might actually happen so for anyone that doesn't know i'm making my own hut database website i'm very excited about it there's a lot of new stuff that we're putting in and tris is a just a master class of his abilities in terms of like website design tech and stuff like that. But what they built is you basically have an online career where you can go in the CHL mm -hmm. you get bid on by, by a real person. You have real 16 man rosters. You play a full season in the CHL. You play enough of those the next <laughs> season you can get drafted in the NHL. I got drafted in the first round by Carm vancouver oh and don't you worry you get the real gm and ownership treatment in that league there's some guys oh, yeah there's some it's guys out political. there political there's some it's guys out there that think they are real gms like i remember their guy that'll call us into like a party chat back in the day on 360 and you're like oh listen uh, we're gonna have to move you over to vancouver uh, you know uh, they treat just it like, like it's like really your, i own dude you. i i owned on uh on playstation <laughs> in the nhl and i i I I was very hands off. Like whenever someone had a problem, I just laugh and be like, "Fellas, like let's relax here." But no, <laughs> it's very serious, and that's like like that isn't a bad thing. It's not a no. no. It's what they've made is crazy. It's awesome. So, um, yeah, if you are interested in playing six v six and knowing what that's like, go and take a look at league gaming. But, yeah. Um, um. Hey, one more. Th I wanted to add in one thing before we go to this next topic. I'm having fun with the game this year. Okay. Like I enjoy NHL 23 more than I think I did 22 and 21. And do you know why? You reduced the amount of hours. I reduced the hours a little bit. I am not. I'm not following the releases of the cards, so I'm not getting mentally sucked into always thinking I need the next best card. I'm not Basically watching shit. Completely ruining my. No, no, I know, right? I know, sleaze. I'm ruining. <laughs> I know, I know. People don't, but like, I'm, I'm doing this stuff. You actively talk about that. Um, know, I'm doing that, uh, and I just don't. You know, I don't. I care about winning, but I'm having fun playing. Like, I'm, do I'm scoring different ways. And I think I think people burn themselves out way too much. Maze, wait, Maze wait, is wait. one of our friends. Yeah. In here, I know I'm ruining your business model here. No, Maze, no, 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 no. You're go ahead. Maze is one of our friends. He was in in my chat like this weekend or something. He's like, I've I've I have like eight and a half hours a day. He said, and I'm thinking like, dude, this game's not made for that. Like, you are gonna burn yourself out. You're gonna be miserable. And then people come into my chat like, oh, what's the next car? You know, like that, 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 that. I'm having fun because I'm not paying attention. Like I'm just using the the players I like or the players I get untradeable, and I it's will, way more I enjoyable. Will be very very curious when one Hut Champs goes back to normal matchmaking and you get matched up against guys supposed to be matched up against. Maybe and two when GWC comes around and you're getting. Flooded. I don't have I'm any. I don't have any I'm hopes very, for that this year. Yeah, that, I don't care. You don't take you don't take the uh, the desire to win out of someone. You're that's true. Just, that's true. Maybe it will it will it will come up, and I'm just curious. Yeah, again, we'll revisit that topic because I think that's very. Well, you will. We will. I I play this game for a living, and I'm I'm not burned out because I'm having so much more. I enjoy playing No Money Spent. Like I have yeah, that's what maybe the that's Ferrari, what it is for me. I joke. I got the Ferrari in the garage and. When I play my Hut Champs run on that, it's like it, it makes me appreciate the team more, but there's no team, there's no one to chase, right? So that's boring. Like when you play, if you go and play franchise mode, and let's say you're trying to do a master class, right? And you trade for everyone, you have the perfect draft, and you have first two seasons, and you're on rookie mode, and it's like forced trades are on. It's like, man, without a challenge, 
humans just don't care. We don't care. Like you lose interest, yeah. right? So when you when you have this team, like I load into this team and I'm looking at it, I'm like, I have no one to go after. I don't care. And then it's like, oh, I gotta play my rivals games to get packs and get cards that I don't yeah. I can't get anyone to replace anyone on my team. But no money spent. I, you know, my new editor, he basically handles all my no money spent videos and I just get them. I play on stream. I have the team I'm trying to build and it's way more enjoyable. Isn't so, it like, so much more fun doing that? It is way more because every time you pull something, you're like, oh my God, dude, if I pulled an 89 OEL right now, my God squad, I'd be like sick, 250,000 coins. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, what do I save that for? Gretzky, I guess. Like, it's just like, the, it's not, it's not the same. It, it, if you're no money spent, there's a challenge behind it. And I, I also think it's the way you're scoring. I love going for tip shots. I've become good at it, and it is so satisfying to set up a play at the point, and instead of just going for the same D to D one timer or the same short side wrister that's been in the game since 2008, the tip shots you have no idea if it's gonna go in. It's so great. There's no it's way so to great. defend it when you set it up correctly, and it's just chaos. Like it's just utter chaos and i think that's fun like i think it's hilarious when you score those goals yeah we uh before we go on to the next thing i want to get your feedback like what do you how do you feel about the we've talked about glitch goals being in the game and i personally think it's because there's really no skill gap in this game that without glitch goals you get nhl 22 where you lose games where you feel like you should win because there's a lot of just hockey and from a hockey standpoint and players that don't I think that don't play division one and two. Um, I think that they, they enjoy it a little bit more than someone who plays a bit higher because again, it's very tough to enjoy a game when you're, when you lose, like, that's just like, you know what I mean? Very often, very, very, not very often. Do you lose a game? You're like, wow, that was a good <laughs> game of chill. <Chell>. You know? <laughs> good game. Send, let me send a GG message. Yeah. That was a barn burner. And every so often I, you know, I have those. Usually it's with people that I know in the community, but like, man, it's it's with glitch goals allow the if someone skill zoning for example right a glitch goal eliminates that because you know they want to sit in the middle not move and allow you take their defensive skill completely out of it you know some of the glitch goals goal line shots things like that that eliminates that because they have to actively defend it how do you feel about the rap i haven't it, it hasn't been easy. scored on me and i've played good players because i know it i know it's coming yeah like i don't i i don't think i mind it I think I think a lot of the player base is um, doesn't know how to defend it. Dude, dude, I am amazed because I see that and I see the Pogues goal, and people uh, like yeah, and people twenty two yeah. So people post a clip on like Reddit or something, right? And they're like, "How do I stop this? I don't know how." Not blaming them; they're inexperienced players. I'm not making fun of them. Um, and they're just parking a guy in front of the net, so they're giving this person tons of space behind. They're basically letting him like Wayne Gretzky opposite behind the net. I'm thinking like just just go in between cut them off you know there's like there's things you, you can know do where the end point is yeah and it's just because we're you, losers and we've yeah. played five thousand yeah. hours the past however yeah. many years if you know where the end point is go there and you know you're confident like i how many times on the street i i get it i like i get a kick like i'll play dudes that are far better than me but if they don't know a like if, if they don't know a certain way to score and their only way is really that glitch rap like you know the, the wraparound like i'll dude i'll let them have 20 minutes to away yeah oh dude i'll just sit there i'm like yo you're not enjoying your you're not enjoying yourself 
you're bored because I'm bored. Like I, you know what I mean? Like it, I get angry when people do that. I've had some bad experiences recently because I call it out and then like I call it out to like somebody I like, like, you know, that I'm playing yeah. against and but yeah. But all right. So the yeah, patch coming fixes hot chance matchmaking, which is a W and uh crossplay. It's clear. I can't wait to see how that goes. All right. Let's talk about alumni. Padre, I want to get your thoughts. Alfie's in the game. That's a pretty big, I feel like that's a bigger one. Like, we haven't got a huge alumni added in the game in a while. Is Alfie a big one or no? I mean, yeah, like, what, arguably the most famous Senators player ever, right? I mean... Yeah, uh, yeah, gotta be. Yeah, gotta be, right? So, yeah. you know, that's cool for those fans. And in Swedish hockey, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Did you care about, do you, like, when you think Ottawa, do you think Albertson and Yashin? You're the same age as me, roughly. Like, a couple years I think, ago. I think... Zero, uh, you're not from Niagara. Yeah, I think of him. I think of, uh, you know, Spezza... I think of, you know, Heatley when he was there, when they had the year. I think of Ray Emery, rest in peace. Dude, that, that, uh, that team they had that year, insane. Yeah, Volchenkov, just a great hockey name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So. Did they have Vermette that year, too? Vermette. Yeah, they, they, were, yeah, they were a wagon. Team. Chris, Chris Phillips, like, that yeah. Yeah, that team is... Uh, I'm, I'm curious. So, this is, we're going off topic here. But, like, so being from Niagara, right? I was, like, a Toronto fan before I was able to watch good hockey, and I found the Sharks um like when you were 10 to 13 who are the players that you because this is before guys so again we're going to date ourselves here but we're all born in the early 90s this is before the nhl app and you could watch any game you could like i don't know about you but there was not a lot of out of market um that you could watch so what you lived around is pretty much what you got who are the teams and players that you like disliked the most Padres, how are you? Because you're from Missouri, like you're in a you player. Not a lot of people that maybe that. So being a Missouri. being a Blues fan back when the Red Wings were in the Western Conference, it was the Red Wings. I hated Kirk Maltby. I hated Thomas Holmstrom. I hated. Yeah, you didn't see them. A I hated. Lot. Yeah, I hated Chris Draper. They they were our biggest rival because they were good, and we were always we were always really good too. We just never did anything in the playoffs. You know, we had Pronger, McInnes, Demetra. People don't know this. 25 straight seasons. 25 straight he seasons. Made the playoffs. And the only reason why it stopped is because our owner went to a strip club and lost all of his money and in investing in wrong things and had to sell the team and stripped it all the way down. Chris Pronger for Eric Brewer, you name it. I could tell you the whole thing. It's brutal. But uh, yeah, and uh, I hated them. And, you know, and then like as I got like a little bit older in high school and stuff, it became the Blackhawks, obviously, with Patrick Kane and Taves and and just because they win, right? And they we played them all the time and they beat us to go to the you know, a cup a few times and a little bit for the LA Kings too, I guess, you know, cause Jonathan quick and Dowdy, they just always seem to stump us too. But yeah. When you think of Dallas stars, yeah. what do you think of? When I think of Dallas star, I mean, I think of Madonna. Um, I mean, I think of Marty Turk, Marty Turco. Yeah. yeah. He's obviously yeah. a goalie, obviously Turco. Um, you know, go Eddie Balfour, Brandon, Balfour Brandon, Morrow. Brandon Morrow. Yeah. Langenbrunner, Stu Barnes, Steve Ott. I, I wish, this would be the greatest technology ever invented imagine they could like take old games and put them in the graphics of like current current like imagine they took real life hockey or real life sports and they could reimagine it as like maybe the video game gets that big could you imagine if that's the future of sports games like i i am sad i was never this is like this is how i i when i remember hockey when it was two teams that i was not a fan of and i can remember like the the uh, I want to say Vancouver and Dallas playoff series where Luongo and Turco traded shutouts 
for six of the seven games, I think it was. Like, it was. And I mean, Edmonton and Dallas always had these insane playoff series that were just, it was always a Western Conference. It was like they always hit hard. What about the Sharks? Sharks in Dallas when the Bakov robbed on the back door. Remember that glove save? That was a tough one. That's an all time save of all of, of all time, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah like yeah, like the, oh, man, uh, we're old. He was criminally underrated, by the way, Nabokov. I always thought he 100%. was very. He won the Calder. No one, like no one, remembers that. Like he won the Calder trophy. He was really good. He stumped us a few times too in the playoffs. What about you? Uh, my first year being a fan, I became a fan when they played Colorado in the conference semifinals. They knocked out St. Louis in the quarter in the in the conference uh, quarterfinals. When you think of uh, when you were a kid, like 10 to 15, who were the players and teams that you remember that like you had to respect because they were good, but you didn't like them? I hated, uh, this might be like 8 to 12, was the Devils. Um, the Penguins ran into them. Uh, I think it was Lemieux's return um, the year yeah. he came back. And they were, they, dude, they were so good that year, the Penguins. And they ran into that Devils team with, they were so deep. I think it might have been Scotty Gomez's like rookie year. But they had uh, Arnott, Alios, and Sakura maybe on that one line. But they had, dude, they had Bobby Holik. I hated him. I was like, he's, I was like a kid. So I'm like, he's so ugly. You know, like I was just angry. And dude, he was like, like, Holik was amazing. Uh, Looking back on him now as an adult, I'm like, as a great player. I, uh, one thing that I, I hate that about like my growing up as a like a hockey fan is like i never unless you again same situation because before the nhl app and the ability and the internet really i couldn't i've, I've maybe i don't even i remember watching my only mario lemieux memories are with is with crosby which is crazy because it was just like 22 or 26 games that yeah. year i forget how many it like was. that that is like because like when i was a kid even though i like you know toronto played in the eastern conference against the penguins i don't think they were the same division and you just you didn't see them a lot. Like yeah. I, same with Gretzky. Like I remember watching, I remember where I was with my dad at a bar. We were at this like, uh, like lions hall thing that he was like, it was his baseball teams. And I remember watching his like final game with the Rangers. But, uh, I, same thing. Like I just, I never got to dude. When you were growing up, was Gretzky huge when he got traded? Like, do you remember that when you were a kid? When we, when the blues got Gretzky? Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember it. And I have a freak memory of stuff like this, but it's, I remember watching in the Eisman goal bar down on John Casey uh in my grandparents living room when we uh that's and wayne gretzky that's, that's what i love about sports wayne gretzky was kind of milking it on the back check too if you he remember. really it's, was it's it's crazy it's funny i actually with the alumni with the blues here john casey lives here so it's like he was the guy that got sniped by by Iserman, which is it's honestly like it was a great shot but that's a bad goal you can't that's let him go that far away he just flung his arm up that's all if you guys remember yeah. the reason why he was playing is because fear got taken out by nick kiprios which is a famous thing and i was going to say this about hockey i love hockey i still watch it all the time there's fun games that happen you know you look forward to like we'll talk about on the real hockey podcast the eichel return to buffalo there's just you don't have those those you know those moments as much anymore like the, i feel like the closest thing we had recently was like the kachuk and cassian thing you know what I mean? Where it was like, oh my gosh, this is brewing. Now, and do you think like, that's like nostalgia, though? Like looking back on it? Because I, I think agree it's with the style you of play. I think it's the style of play. Uh, because there's not as much physical. The physicality, like at the end of the day, like, you know, I know the CTE people out there, I get it. Like, trust me, I, I my, my old coach passed away from, he, he committed suicide and he, Todd Ewan was his name. He had CTE when they found it in his brain and he fought many years in the NHL. And I know it's like a real thing. So I'm not like, you know, knocking. That kind of stuff, but when hockey was more physical, more fights, more, you know, just cheap shots and dirty plays and 
now you just don't see as much. So, like, the Kachuk thing was the closest thing. And we were all, I mean, you had people that didn't even know who Zach Cassian was. Probably, like, like excited to see him and Kachuk maybe fight and, you know, just the whole buildup of it. It's, I think, I think, I mean, this is a whole other topic, but, like, hockey is, like, a whole, man. Like, it's the sport that has easily changed the most of the last 20 years. Like, in football, there's very, like, it's just contact, it's contact against quarterbacks, really. Yeah. And that's drastically changed, like, the outlooks of some games and whatnot. But, like, you still get, like, the Odo Beckham catch. I mean, Jefferson just had a catch that was absolutely insane. Jefferson just had a catch that was absolutely insane. Very, you can have those huge moments. And because the way football is played, the Minnesota-Buffalo game, I'm not a Buffalo. I'm not like I, I don't mind the Bills, but like I don't like the Vikings. And it's like I sat there like Jesus. Like that's gonna be a game I remember watching probably for like the next like 30 years. Um, in hockey, yeah, like there is not the same rivalries, uh-huh. and I think that physicality is like easily like a it's you remove like the big goals and moments are big for like the moment, but like the physicality drags. When you when you watch a fight in hockey, if you're a fan of that team, man, you want your dude to absolutely yeah, yeah. label that. Like I, I, I again, I understand if you're against it. I, you know, personally, if two willing combatants, if you see a dude get, there's no other sport where a guy can get absolutely blindsided, and you have the ability legally to go and handle it. You got to answer like, the bell. Is, yeah, you got to answer the bell. Like, and unless you're Austin like, Matthews. Yeah. Oh. And th- hey, hey, let's talk about. I want to talk about that on the podcast on the other one. I want to talk about the Massey's thing because that was a hot topic. Okay, okay, yeah. We're getting way off topic, <laughs> and we have to record the real life one too. So, all right, alumni, uh, real quick. So, a he's got to get an MSP. Alfie, I thought yeah. he was already going to get one. Like, I think Alfie is going to get an MSP because he wasn't. It was so weird. He was in the alumni list, and that's such a big one to like not announce, right? Because like, I, I don't know if yeah. you understand, know but I just thought that like. Maybe the next event or maybe the milestones event was like, oh, he, you know, easy way to give him a, a, an MSP card. Is but. Luongo, is he, okay, so he's not. I, I would like to see a lot a, of people, an yeah. event where you could get both Sedins by doing a set or something, like like an MSP. I think it'd be cool because there are a few, I think it was a few years ago, they had the M- MSP Sedins, but you had to get like one or, you know, I can't remember, like, you had to get, like, both oh, of them yeah, separate. Oh, yeah, one of the It was, like, the dynamic duos one, Dude, I think. You know what I'm surprised? You know what I'm surprised yeah. about? They they did it with Tara Vine, and I'm surprised they didn't do the flashback Sedins. Like, for mm-hmm. the, you know what I mean? Like, is that, I, you know, like, uh, I don't know if they should keep doing it, but, like, I, that would have been kind of fitting. Yeah. You know, instead of releasing, like, these, the headshot uh, Sedins, it's like, ugh, I hate headshots, man. I, I can't stand the headshot cards. I think there's very, very little ways to actually make it look good. And uh, But I think that would have been interesting if they would have done the dynamic duos from that NHL 20? Yeah. 21. 21, I think. I'm, I think it might have been 21. I think it was it might 20. Have been 20. Yeah. That's a yeah. long time ago. Because there was like 2.0, right? Or whatever. Yeah. So like there, it was in multiple games. But yeah, the Sidians would have been a good one, I think, if they just would have thrown that back in there. So... I don't know. Uh, who's a alumni, real quick, guys? Give me one that you that that needs to be in the game next. Give me, dude. Want. Give me Alexei Kovalev immediately. That'd be the best. See, one. I think you say Alexei Kovalev, and I think like Montreal. I know, right? But he, I mean, he had a few yeah. stints. Like he was like Pittsburgh, Montreal, know, New it's, York. It's it's so cool that we're from different. We're not even that far away. But like again, that's why I was bringing up like who were your teams that you hated yeah. when you were a kid. I hated Ottawa and I hated Philly as a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and you guys hated. I couldn't care less about New Jersey. I thought they were kind of cool because Broder and their logo looked cool. And then same thing with like Stewie. Like I didn't care about the Red Wings, so I was a Sharks fan. Like I just did. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's funny to see like the, how the difference is. But 
Kovalev would be a great one. What about uh, what about you, Stu? Dude, I can't even think of one right now. I don't know why. They have a lot of them. There's got to be, dude. You have so you have so many. I know, but they do have a lot of them in the game that I'm thinking of already. I give them credit. You know, I mean, this is on. By the way, guys, this is not on EA. They put out the ask to all of the guys you want. So everyone's like, "Wow, why is Hashik not in the game?" They send Hashik's representation. Hey, sign this. You'll be in the game. And they just he used to be in the game too. It's kind of crazy how. It uh, comes and goes like that. He was in the game of, I can't remember what year it was. Cause it I was 19, I think, or 18. Yeah. 18. 19, yeah, it was the last year because Heatley was too. Yeah. There's one. Um, Give me Heater again. I love Heater. Heater Heater would be great. Uh, mine is, I would love, when they added Jerome again, that was big because he's one of my favorite players of all time. I have yeah. Um, Vinny LeCavier. So that's. See, like, and I was trying to think of guys that aren't that recent you know what i mean like further back that you know that would be cool to see pop in the game i guess that was what i was more bobby or yeah that's answer. a good one bobby or is the answer that's a good one i think yeah what, what ability would he have relentless <laughs> the diving one with the double how mad would people get if you elite put the edges, bobby orr it's, uh, probably wheels oh, or elite edges probably one yeah, he'd probably. have to have everything Dude, even the icon is him diving though. It's like yeah. definitely relentless. One hundred percent. That's it. That would be a great one though. I think Bobby. I think of all the old players, Scott Stevens. That... He was. In he the was game, in the game too. He? Yeah. Really? God, yeah. he would. Paul Korea. Paul Korea. Korea. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying from our childhood. <laughs> like the one, like the one missing is like Korea, right? Like that was over. Everyone was like, "Dude, we all love Korea because of the stupid Mighty Duck movies." Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I think, like, every kid, if you were born in the early 1990s, guys, like, at one point went through a Mighty Duck phase. Like, I had a starter jacket. I couldn't I couldn't tell you who was on the team. But then, like, go, when you get old enough... Go back and watch those yeah. movies now. It's so funny. Like, dude, they are all... They're so, you just find, like, little things you're like, wait, same wasn't Charlie Conway, again? like... No, no, it was Adam Banks. Like, he was a righty, and then he became a lefty in the middle <laughs> of the scene? Like, how did that happen? I just, like, it's always so funny. Like, I just pick, like, weird things like that out. Or how they go no bucket um on the yeah. uh on the spin around the circle before the penalty shot like it's like yeah. what in the world like you could never do no bucket at that age <laughs> no uh, there's a lot of those movies that are brutal but man it was the commentating that sold it it was so good bob miller like, right bob, yeah it's bob and it like legit sounds like a real thing like, how, how, how about team like, usa like round one they played trinidad and tobago and in, in d2 mighty ducks and it's like where how did they come up with that country to get it they an, score and they start playing the drum yeah they're playing the dude sick if they put those uniforms in the game, I would rock those. Oh, those were dude, it's tie dye. Yeah, they were sick. God, and weird. like instead of like, I don't know if it was like an IHF thing, but like they had to come up with like an evil country, and they were like, let's land on Iceland. Iceland. Dennis, Dennis the Wolf Stanson. which is like fully like green. Like yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like, it's, yeah, like, it's like, but it's ice in it. Like, hey, I get that movie credit. Good jerseys. Even Iceland's were sick. Great, Great jerseys. Yeah. Dude, We Will Rock You comes on when they come out with the duck jerseys in the third period. Oh, man. Dude, Goldberg is in the goaltending is just atrocious, too. I watched that. Gunner Stahl on the penalty shot. The goalie! And he's like, <laughs> I'm so nice. I always like, just think of, like, the the lines from the movie. Let's go shake their hands. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, dude, it's, it's Eki and versus Junior Penny. Yeah. I have a tweet. I have a tweet, Kessel, that you'd be so proud of from 2018. GWC tweeted out in 2018 that the finals was Junior Pets versus Eki. I'm like, we've already seen this. And it was literally with Stahl and, like, and, like, Adam Banks oh inside my... Dude, it's an all-time... Dude, we could do this for, like, 10 hours. <laughs> we're, we're, so, we're, like, dating ourselves. Anyways. 
All right, the last topic I want to talk about real quick is bi-yearly release in sports games. So we talked about it earlier that uh, the development teams for sports games, not just EA and NHL, they, what they go through is these like crunch times, man. I would be willing to bet that a majority of them haven't had a vacation in like <laughs> like a week-long vacation where they didn't have to do anything in like years. But they have to what they have to go through in the gaming industry as a whole. What do you think if a lot this always comes up? Like, would you take a live service game because it, it would allow them to work more on a game? Like, would you think that would actually work? Yeah, it would. If uh, it would work in NHL, if and we're and I know we're going to talk about it, they would have to cut out or admit that they would only update like franchise mode be a per like the offline stuff maybe like every three to four years right um they couldn't they couldn't really reinvent that stuff every year um and if they would just have to reimagine what ultimate team is right if it's like a biannual release there would just have to be adjustments to pace that out for two years i would love to see what it would look like if everything went into like for one like it's tough because I don't think you could ever remove the offline modes, but if you took all the developers' time and effort and put it into Hockey Ultimate Team World of Shell, I'd be interested to see if that game would flop or not. And a lot of people would be like, dude, without franchise mode, and I get that because franchise mode in video games is what I played for my, almost my entire life. Like I, Every year, I still play about 100 hours of franchise mode by just like because it's like I enjoy it, right? But what I'm curious is, again, answer in the comments down below. If it was bi-yearly and it was full live service, a lot like what MLB The Show is, where it's all their effort and money goes and focus blatantly goes into Ultimate Team, and the well, the content is great gameplay in MLB has been awful, but let's pretend it's good. And the content is what it is in MLB The Show. That's something in NHL we drastically crave, but they don't have the resources to do it because they're spreading them out on like seven different modes. Mm. Even though they don't see a lot of updates, the problem is they can't update all the modes. What if they released... A be a pro and all and, and and franchise mode game, not separately. Like those those two are included in it for thirty dollars every year. Like, do you think that that would satisfy both markets? Hundred uh, percent. I do actually. Yeah. I do, and I know it's surprising, but they're not changing enough things in those modes anyway, right? I don't know if it was last year or the year before they made those updates to be a pro where they had the text. It was like three years ago now. Yeah, right. And that's the last time there's actually been something uh, that moved the needle in be a pro mode. So the people that only play be a pro in franchise mode are paying 60 to to $100 right now a year to play those. Instead... And what's messed up is when new bugs come yeah. up. But people don't realize when bugs come up in those modes, they got to pull guys off of whatever they're doing to go fix that. Mm -hmm. That isn't just magically like, and it's like fixed like that. That does That's not how it works. I don't even so, know what's new in those this year. Excuse me. I'm yawning now. It's late. <laughs> really, really not much, man. Yeah, there is I, I really not much at all. So I'd be curious. I feel like because the people that write the checks and it's a business. So don't get me wrong. Like I understand that. Like it's a business. The, 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 the object of them is to make money because it is a business. Um, for the consumer, that usually ends up sucking, but that's the case. I'm you can't go to a bi a bi yearly release like every other year with a sports game because you like that company, EA, two K, whatever, would lose a ton of money because every year we're gonna shell out a hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars for a game now, hundred dollars every single year, and you know if they didn't do that, and let's say it was like season pass mode, and it's like twenty dollars for a season pass. 
the amount of people that would buy it at launch and then not buy the season passes, let's say you bought it at launch for $20, you wouldn't pay the, the other mm. 80 throughout the year to keep it all upgraded all the way to the end. You would lose a dramatic amount of money from a business standpoint. But I would, I think that would be awesome as a consumer. Could you do it? I think eshl only game too like a separate game where it's only like club we've talked about this a long time time ago in the past where it's like that way you could do i feel like something separate if that makes sense i'm I'm sure i'm sure you could but then i think you're convoluting because i think that you have to have enough in a game to sell for full part like if ea told me that they are not again i'm selfish because i'm you know it's my job it's the only thing i really find interesting right now obviously franchise and be a pro i still like i wish they were improved year over year but they're not so it's like if the game only had world of shell and hut and all the developers put all their time into it i would love to see what that game would look like Mm -hmm. and they just ignored it and people are gonna be like well they don't touch it anyways it's like again when they make a new game they they can't just like copy and paste it over like there are bugs that come up be a pro has like new bugs that they've just like you know franchise mode has new bugs like because it's roster based rosters brick the game like every mode like when there's an issue with a roster like a player's like malfunctioning or they don't have it it will lose your save files it will brick hut like it will just stop the game from playing online so when that happens they've got all hands on deck to fix that kind of stuff and i think if they just were if they removed it and made it separate and it's like 30 dollars here's franchise mode and and be a pro i'm, I'm curious how that would work because i think that would offset the cost of what the executives are would be like we're not doing a a bi-yearly release right yeah that's why I tweeted this out too. I'm like, I wonder what like you like UFC fans. You get a game every two years, right? And I'm wondering if like, do you hate that or do you like? What if they gave? Dude, you a there's half like a to... how often are there UFC events? It every well every month. Okay, I mean, what well, once a month, right? Mm-hmm. But like fighters alternate, so it's like big fighters have like three fights a year. Yeah. Is there really that much changing year over year in UFC where it could ever no, warrant like, like a not like Ross? Yeah. Like, no, like not like that, but like I'm talking about the new features yeah. and like that. Like, you know. So I don't know. I just I'm curious to see what the what the thoughts are from the community in in that aspect. But all right, guys, that is uh man, that was a shock for we we went on a couple tangents. Yeah, we did. I'm all for the tangents though. Yeah, yeah. Once again though, uh shout out to Gamer Saloon for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, me and Padre have deep history there. We love the website. We love the business. We love the people there, too. Love uh, the money, too. Salute. We love the money, too. Thank God love for the, the money. money. Uh, if you want to get better at the game, go on there. Uh, I've said this before. If you put, like, 50 bucks in, play some $5 matches, play some good players, you're going to get 10 times the amount of value out of that than you will playing Rivals or Hut Champs. Because all the good all players right. are on there. Yeah. I so I think- the link's in the... In the description. description. I think the main thing to take away from this episode too is you guys are the biggest bootlickers in this community. Going back to the, oh, <laughs> right, go. I gotta add, I gotta help out the the, 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 the people in the, the comments that are gonna be mad about you guys talking about the game changer program. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, well, fellas, thank you guys again for listening, and we'll be back with the real hockey podcast. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. What's so special about Hero Bread? Soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.